Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Basketballs are coming to town, basketballs are coming to town, basketballs are coming to town. Scott's making a list, Grant's checking it twice. They're gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Basketballs are coming to town. Basketballs are coming to town. Basketballs are coming to town. Boom, the boys are back, and we are doing another Sunday live show. Um, For anyone who is going to join us uh, live, the reason why uh, this is happening on a Sunday, I will be flying to Annapolis, Indiana, uh, to see K-State take on the Butler Bulldogs on Wednesday, Um, so that that live show is out of the question. Uh, my flight is 5 a.m. out of Kansas City on Wednesday, so that kind of takes Tuesday out of the question um, for the live show because I'll be uh, I'll be getting all sorts of work done, all sorts of crazy stuff on Tuesday. So um, that's why that's why it's on Sunday. Um, if you guys are listening to this on the RSS feed. Um, it's probably going to be publishing on Thursday or Friday. So again, a lot of this, uh, not a lot of this, it's a, a lot of this is evergreen, but some of it will be dated information. And for that, I'm sorry, but we love you. Um, but I've talked enough. You guys are going to hear a lot of me this week. 
Let's get to the boneheads. We're just going to get right in. We're going to get started. We're going to have other folks join, I'm sure, throughout the night. Uh, but let's go straight up to Cole. We're going to start with my guy Cole in Colorado. Uh, 14 straight versus KU. How great was that? And then just kind of put a bow on that uh, victory over the Kansas Jayhawks. Oh, it feels great. Um, you know, especially it seems like they finally – have some momentum as a football program. Feels great that we kept them in their place. Um, 14 straight is awesome. You know, eventually the streak will end, but not this year. Um, the game was fun. I was really happy. I was able to make it there. Great atmosphere. It sucked that it rained, but it wasn't really too bad. It was just kind of wet. Um, overall, awesome game. I had a great time. I got freaking trashed, so I'm sure everyone else here did as well, but 10 out of 10 experience. I hear you. And, and again, the, the weather wasn't too bad. I do think it kind of put a little bit of a damper on the atmosphere. Atmosphere was still very good, um, but just kind of not quite uh, at uh, insane fever pitch that it could have been. But, hey, I loved it. I loved it. Let's go to Ema Elvis next. Ema Elvis. Uh, what did you think about the game? Uh, another big game from the Topeka Cat, Ty Zentner, one of your guys. Um, just thoughts on 14 straight in this uh, latest rendition of the Sunflower Show. Man, that guy, Ty, can flip a field, can he? Uh, 72 yards, I think I heard, is the longest punt ever for K-State. Correct. Is that right? It was the longest recorded punt in K-State football history. And his average was just about 63 and and I looked up the punter stats last night and he went up from I think 33rd to 16th just with three punts last night so uh pretty pretty good night for Ty uh I think uh somebody's gonna pick him up in the NFL as a an undrafted free agent but uh great for him good that he came back for another year uh, it was wet and wild, and KU played their butts off, and we still beat them by 20. So it was a fantastic night. Yeah, that really is uh, something. Again, I, I think some of the folks on Twitter, and I talk about this in the reaction show that will, uh, for you guys listening live, will be dropping tomorrow morning. Um, a lot of folks on Twitter tried to make this out to be, oh, KU was so close. Oh, the, only so much separated these two teams. It never got within a single possession after the four-minute mark in the first quarter. So I think you you pointed out correctly. They played their ass off. They played probably about two as close of a good game as they could get, and they still lost by 20. We will go next to Joel. Joel, thoughts on 14 straight and the latest beatdown of K. Yeah, 14 straight is crazy. I mean, like, that shouldn't happen. Um, we might be the greatest team to ever grace a goddamn football field. Um, shout out Colin Klein, another great game from him, I thought. Defense, um, again, kind of took the second half over. Super happy for my guy Phil getting one. Um, but how about that young cat, VJ Payne? I think he needs a little love. He likes sticking his head in there, getting a little messy. So big ups for Yeah, VJ Payne playing absolutely on fire he loves to get a hit stick big fan of vj Payne. uh also on 14 straight it is the fourth longest or fourth largest i should say 
winning streak, active winning streak in all of college football. It's like Alabama over a few teams and like South Carolina over Vandy and then K-State 14 straight over KU uh, tied for fourth largest winning streak, active winning streak in college football. Let's next go to the young buck, Catsman. Catsman, at least I think you're, you're a student, right, Catsman? Or did I make that up in my head? No, I graduated a couple of years ago now. But... Okay, I'm an idiot. You just have a youthful voice that brings me to life, my friend. So what, no, what, what were your thoughts on that game? <laughs> well, it was fun. Um, kept them about arm's length throughout most of the game, which was nice. They could never really get back in it. Defense made nice adjustments at halftime like they always do. And, yeah, it was cold, but it was a lot. Yes, it was. Let's go to the victory pickle boy, Evan D. Shanelanelanelak. Evan, how tasty was that victory pickle last night? Oh, one of the tastiest of the year, Scott. Um, I could not have asked for a better finish to the year, um, except maybe a little less rain. But even then, seeing Willie on top of the press box with the rain coming down, doing the KSU was perfect end of the night. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was on the live show or if it was on Twitter. There's been some folks who were predicting Willie going on top of the uh, press box, uh, and it happened. So that that certainly, especially in that rain, was something fun to see. Uh, let's go next to the ambassador himself, Ethan. Ethan, I know you're a student. So uh, first question, were you able to get your hands on uh, Big 12 championship tickets? I know they went quick. Um, I was going to, but then I, I, the big 12 championship game is the weekend that I have to go home for some ambassador duties. So unfortunately I'm not going to the game, but I need, I need all the, I need all the boneheads to cheer extra loud for me. So, um, but last night with notwithstanding last night was electric. We're a first half team and that first half was pretty darn good. And then we played a pretty good second half, too. So it ended up with Willie on the press box and a pineapple and Randon Platner's head. Yeah, I have no idea what the uh, pineapple uh, represents outside of, like, maybe swingers. Uh, I know if the upside-down pineapple is outside your door, go knock on that door, I guess. But um, uh, someone in the chat chat's going to have to explain the pineapple. So, so the pineapple is actually a band thing. Um, from like the 2017 or 18 season, like some random kid in the band brought one in, I believe, and started like holding it up for like comebacks that year. And it was working or something for a while, if I remember right. Okay. That, or he wanted to switch girlfriends for the night. Who knows? Uh, let's go next to the coffee fiend himself, the owner and CEO and head roaster of standard issue coffee, Nick. Nick, the coffee fiend, thoughts on 14 straight victories over the Kansas Jayhawks? It was truly just another magical night to beat KU 14 times in a row. It was beautiful to watch from my house. And being able to uh, just sit back and watch the man happiness of all places to get the KU dub. And, um, yeah, excited for next week. Um, And as we are talking right now, I'm currently – getting Christmas pictures for the business. So I'm standing out here in the cold right now, getting pictures with the bags underneath the Christmas lights and stuff like that. So it is 24 seven with this coffee business. So 
If you haven't yet, go ahead and order some. No hashtag. Yes, of course. Hashtag no free ads, but go check out uh, Standard Issued Coffee. Uh, we'll uh, retweet something from you guys on the Bosco's Boys feed a couple times this week. Hashtag no free ads, but Nick truly does roast a good coffee bean. All right, let's get into it. Uh, the next one, we're going to Arlington, and let's also kind of couple in uh, the first key to V. So um, it's going to be a classic Scott Wildcat two-pronged question, and we're going to start with Colorado Cole. Uh, the question is, all right, what's your reaction to getting to the Big 12 championship game? It has been a bit of a roller coaster season, but the ultimate goal has been realized, and it's time to win a trophy. Then also, what's going to be your biggest key to V as we get the rematch with the TCU Horn Frog? Yeah, it's awesome uh, to be back in that championship game. Um, we kind of got robbed of the opportunity to play in the championship game in 2012. Um, so I'm excited, obviously. It's a game that I think we all feel like we should and will win. Um, an opponent, an opponent that we're not necessarily outmatched against compared to 2003 when the world pretty much wrote, wrote us off in that game. Um, also, just another opportunity to watch his play, watch his team play a game. Um, I'm excited. I've had a lot of fun watching this team. It's been a fun season. Um, it's a very likable team. It's a lot of dudes just seem like good kids uh, that like to take care of business. So hopefully they'll be bringing home a trophy. And I, I will, I think that uh, this is a big time legacy game for Deuce Bond. I think if he can add a trophy to his name, it'll carry a lot of weight as far as his legacy. Yeah, I hear you there. Do you have, uh, is the key to V let Deuce cook? Um, I will say my key to V is going to be, cornerbacks are going to have to make some big plays. Um, we're a little thin at safety. They got some pretty athletic receivers. So I think uh, Echo Boydo and Julius Brantz, if they have a, a good game, it'll be a good day. Good day for the Cats. Yeah, you know, I, I'd have to talk to someone who has a higher football IQ. I'd almost maybe want to get a third cornerback on the field versus having uh, three safeties. But I don't know if the scheme even works like that. So we'll see what happens. Let's next go to Ema Elvis. Ema Elvis, up and down season. Uh, what's it feel like to get to Arlington? Of course, the job isn't finished. And then what's your key to be? Well, I said in the early prediction uh, podcast that we'd be 12-0 and and wearing purple. Uh, didn't work out. But we're going to be there wearing white. And I think we do well as the dog. Um, I, I think if, if we can pick up where Bill the Butcher left off when he was carving up those frogs uh, down in Fort Worth, he had four touchdown passes in the first half, and then he got dinged up and had to leave the game for a while, and when he came back, he just wasn't the same. Uh, but I think the Cats will be healthier this time, and even though we've got some injury issues, uh, we don't have nine or more players limping to the injury 10 or the locker room like we did down there against TCU uh, earlier this season. Uh, so if we can balance the, the offensive attack uh, with the run and pass, keep them guessing, I think we'll be in good shape. And I think the second half adjustments that Klanderman has been making, 
A guy named Matthew Scar on Twitter pointed out that in the last five games against OSU, Texas, Baylor, West Virginia, KU, K-State's defense allowed only 15 total points. That's three points a game after halftime. And for the entire season, it's under eight. It's 7.75 points per game in the second half. So make those adjustments against TCU. Get out to an early lead. And we got this. I love it. Let's next go to my Johnson County comrade, uh, Joel. Joel, thoughts on making it to Arlington, and which was an up-and-down season. Everyone kind of melting down after Tulane. Everyone kind of getting their feels after TCU. And then kind of like, oh, no, is the dream dead after Texas? But, hey, we're there. We're going to be wearing white, and we're going to be bringing some noise. And also give me your key to be. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely uh, ridden the roller coaster about as hard as anybody this season, I think. Um, definitely been some some weird lows that I didn't expect, but also a lot of highs that I kind of wished for. I don't know if I would say I expected it, but super glad to be back. Um, I don't see any reason why we can't win this whole thing. Um, but my key to V is going to be keep Will Howard clean. Yeah, that's going to be a bad one, or a big one because we saw how well he was able to do when he was, uh, you know, untouched early in that TCU game. So that's a good one. Let's go to Catsman. Catsman, we made it to Arlington. It's been a roller coaster ride. Any reflections on the journey so far? And then what's your biggest key to be? It's been a it's been a great season. A lot of fun. Some downs, but a lot of highs. And so. I just am so super happy that they made it to the championship, and I, I really do think we can win it. For I think for my key to V, it'd have to be uh, just uh, eliminate the big play because I feel like the big play sort of killed us last time. Just got let, let some receivers get behind uh, the defense, and if we can minimize that, I think we should be in good shape. Yeah, that's a good one. I went back and looked at it. They did have some absolute massive plays. Um, I think they had I think maybe over like three or four plays that went over 50 yards, if memory serves me right. I don't know. Uh, someone might be able to look that up. They had a lot of home run plays. Uh, you're 100% correct. Uh, let's go next to uh, – let's go to Evan D. Shanelanilak. Uh Reflect on the journey that has ended in Arlington, Texas, and then uh, let me know your biggest key to be- – Yeah, uh, kind of a wild ride this year. It was – thankful to get a go to the Iowa State and Baylor games on the road but then I also had to miss a couple at home um but after Tulane was feeling down uh not so much after TCU and Texas in the same way just a little disappointed but so glad to get back to Arlington or to Arlington for the Big 12 championship uh key to V I'm gonna go with next man up mentality so I know last time against TCU, we just had injuries all across the board. So like, if a guy like VJ Payne needs to play significant minutes, just make sure that uh, he's ready to go if he needs to, or anyone like that in that situation. Yeah, I think I think we'll see VJ Payne starting. But to that point, you know, you I think we saw uh, you know some deep reserves at safety for a few snaps versus KU. Um, and we saw what happened injury-wise the last time we played TCU, so I like that next-man-up mentality. Uh, let's go next to Nick. We'll wrap this up with Nick. Nick, kind of reflect on 
uh, the journey. I think uh, during the Bonehead Prediction Show, everyone picked K-State to go to Arlington except for like one or two people. Um, some folks said we we're going to be wearing purple. We will be wearing white, just kind of reflect on the regular season. And then what's well, going to be the biggest key to V to win our third Big 12 title? Uh, yeah, kind of reflecting on the season. I wasn't expecting to, you know, shut out, not shut out, but uh, beat Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, but yet lose to Tulane. Um, I think this season kind of fits what we've been, you know, fits to our our style is bend don't break but at the same time i think will howard finally flourished as the quarterback we envisioned and i can't wait to see what he can do for a full game against uh tcu key to v i think that we need to play perf almost damn near perfect on both offense and defense we need to clean up the secondary but as well as um, offensively, we need to just keep keep the ball moving, keep get a good rhythm, and then special teams. We got to have a big special teams play, uh, just like last, just like last night, a big punt or a big you know big return from Malik or uh, Philip Brooks. But it looks like Malik's going to be the one getting that done. So uh, that those are my keys. Yeah, Malik was great in the return game and kick returns, and we dominated special teams versus KU. So that's a great call out. So the next one, let's go uh, with picks to click versus TCU. Um, you know, the last game we saw a lot of heroic moments from a lot of players. Um, so it can either be MVP or like we always say, it can be a guy who kind of surprises folks and we walk away from that game in Arlington and said, hey, he had a good game. Uh, so we'll, we'll just stay uh, in the order. We'll go down or out to Colorado and talk to Cole. Cole, who is going to be your pick? All right, my P to C. I said it a little bit earlier, but I'm thinking this is going to be a big-time legacy game for Deuce Vaughn. It's looking like it might be one of his last games wearing a K-State uniform. Um, So I think we will rely heavily on him in the big moments. Um, And I think... It will show out for us. He'll bring home that trophy, and that will carry a lot of weight in his legacy. Like, I love that one. Let's next go to Joel. Joel, who is going to be your pick to click? Yeah, I think um, last time we played TCU, Cade Warner had a great game, and I expect to see that same thing out of him again. Yeah, it'll be Cade Warner's last game in college. I love that one, and and I think back to, I think it was what, Will's like fourth play, third or fourth play. He just tosses up to Cade. And again, Will Howard has had some just threading the needle passes. That was not one of them. Cade went up and he mossed that dude and made a play. So, you know, I would I would give my left pinky toe for a couple of those Cade Warner touchdowns. Uh, let's go Catsman. Catsman, who is going to be your pick? Got to go with Will insert nickname here Howard just I think he really really wants this one especially after not being able to finish the last time we played TCU so I I expect him to have another big yeah I'm gonna say this and we won't play hypotheticals Um, hopefully we get the job done on Saturday and we can have this conversation a week from uh, this upcoming Wednesday. 
but if Will Howard were to win this game, he instantly becomes one of the most interesting legacies when you talk about K-State quarterbacks in K-State history. So I hope we get to have that conversation. Let's go to the man himself, Ema Elvis, holding it down in the capital city of Kansas. Ema Elvis, who is your pick to click? Yeah, I think um, Will Howard is going to keep doing his thing, so I'm not picking him to click because he's already clicking. Uh, but I think this game's going to be about pressure. And whether we win or lose, looks like we're going to the Sugar Bowl. All the pressure is on TCU. They are going to be in the playoff or they're not. And I think that kind of pressure is going to get to them as well as Nate Matlack. Uh, because we're going to get them into situations where they have to pass and just be all over TCU. Yeah, before last night, Nate Matlack only had, I think, five total tackles on the season and one sack. And the sack in the th- in three of those five tackles, I believe, came versus TCU. He got back on the stat- or sack sheet uh, last night versus KU. And, hey, if-, if there's a time to click, Nate Matlack, the young man from Olathe, I love that pick. Emaw Elvis, I love that pick. Let's go to Evan D. Shanelanelak, and then uh, we'll wrap this question up with Nick the Coffee Fiend. All right, yeah, my pick to click is going to be Daniel Green, kind of going out as a, what, like fifth-year senior almost. Uh, Um, And he didn't get to play that much versus TCU in the first match. No, it's wild, Uh, and, and I've said this a couple times. Technically, Daniel Green still has his COVID year and could come back if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. But he, yeah, he's, he's already like to. 25 too. Yeah, he's not going to. I'm just saying like it's wild uh, how, you know, the COVID year stuff has really messed with like college football players. But yeah, uh, that that's a good call out because, again, Daniel Green, I believe the synopsis, uh, I, I think they said he uh, – uh, uh, tore his abdomen versus TCU or had a ta- abdomen tear or some, some sh- crazy shit like that. And while he didn't play a ton versus that game, he was still playing the very next week. And it sounds like Daniel Green is still uh, playing healthy. He's practicing. He got, uh, I think he was credited with three quarterback pressures versus KU. So I like that call. Out. I didn't mean to cut you off, Evan. Uh, what else did you want to say about our guy, uh, Daniel Green? No. Oh, rib cartilage. Yes, that, that was right. Sorry, Chef. Thank you, Chef. Thank you. All right, Evan. No, no, that was really it. Just like that he didn't get to play that much in the first matchup. So just wanting to go out on a kind of a strong note here. All right, we'll go to Nick. And then it looks like we got uh, Cameron. We'll come to Cameron next. Nick, uh, who is your pick to click? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Catsman, uh, Will Howard, the butcher. Um, after what happened in TCU uh, this year, I think he's one to play better and wants to play a perfect game to where he gets that dub. So I'm with Catsman and going Will Howard. All right. Um, we have a handful of uh, sibling boneheads. I actually see uh, one half of uh, some of the best uh, sibling boneheads in the uh, off stage, but it looks like we got Cameron. Cameron, are you of relation of the famous Colorado Cole? 
Uh-oh, Cole, are you going to have to teach your brother how to, how to come off of mute? Can you hear me now? Oh, there you go. Right. There we go. Uh, yeah, I am uh, the older brother of Colorado Cole. Uh, you can just call me Colorado Cam. And, are, uh, you, are you in Colorado as well? Yeah. Good deal. Who's more attractive, you or your brother? Uh, I mean, I might be biased, but I'd say me. I mean, he, I think you both are pretty good looking, uh, you know, paws, all that good stuff. But, you know, men can empower men as well. So uh, who's your pick to click? Uh, I'm going to have to say uh, Ben Sinnott. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he really had a bad game yesterday, but he didn't score, I don't believe. So I feel like he's going to get a touchdown or two. No, I like that one. Um, I, I think I think it's Evan who pointed this out. Evan, were you the one who pointed out that he is – a touchdown and a handful of yards away uh, from getting four touchdowns and over 400 yards. Uh, yeah, one of like seven players on the team. Yeah, so I, I'm right there with you, Cameron. I want a big game uh, from Ben Sennett so we can get get that as well. Um, any takeaways from the KU game? You came in, uh, and I, I want to give you an option to uh, say anything you want about the KU game. Uh, you know, it was uh, my first time back at the Bill in a while, and uh, – Definitely feel like the atmosphere was pretty electric and uh, seemed like a good game. Well, there you go. I'm, I'm glad you're able to get back. All right, it is prediction time. Let's get a score prediction from everyone. We'll go to the younger brother. We'll go Colorado Cole first. Colorado Cole, Cole uh, you can also uh, you know fight with your brother and say you're the cuter one uh, and also give me the score. <laughs> um. No, I don't want to hurt his feelings, so I'll play nice. Uh, my score prediction is K-State 52, TCU 28. Back-to-back weeks, I was thinking to myself, all right, we might get that, uh, you know, that 50 burger that's been eluding us uh, and then uh, didn't quite get there. I, I hope this is the game. I hope this is the game. Uh, we'll go to Joel next. Joel, what, what's going to what's the score going to be? Yeah, I'm going to go 31-24. Cats on top, baby. There we go. All right, we'll go Colorado Cam. Uh, what score do you got for me? Uh, I think it's going to be 47-30. Cats. Whoo, high scoring. I I think I think the shootout. I think that's the way it's going to go. We'll go Cats man then Ema Elvis. Let's go 31 to 24. I think this one might be tight. I hope it's not, but 31, 24. Yeah, I hope we blow them out, but I, I don't see that happening. I think I think it will be tight. Uh, we'll go Ema Elvis and then uh, Nick. I've got the Cats winning 38 to 20. Whew. I mean, sign me up. Like, I if I have to give up a pinky toe, pinky finger, you know, sign me up. Give me that score. Uh, we'll go with the coffee fiend and then we'll end with pickle man. 45, 28. Woo. All right. All right. And then, uh, the victory pickle guy, Evan, what's the score going to be? Uh, I'm going to be stressing all game, but it's going to end up 41, 38 cats. Oh, that's like an instant ESPN classic. I don't even know if ESPN classic is still a thing, but. Uh, that would end up on their instant classic. All right, here is the favorite one, uh, the uh, super specific prediction. So I want to give a shout out to Powercat Ryan uh, on Twitter. 
he and I text and DM quite a bit. He DM'd me this morning when he was re-watching the game in one of the favorite super-specific uh, predictions where we see full-ass cheek almost happened in the K-State KU game. It sounds like Devin Neal, when he was being tackled once, was losing his pants, but he had tights on underneath, so we got no ass cheeks. So we'll go to Colorado Cole. Uh, you know, this is game 13. Are we seeing some ass? I don't know. I'm, I'm beginning to lose hope. Um, I'm starting to think that the evolution of equipment and how tight everything is on players these days that it's probably pretty unlikely. Um, but, you know, scared money don't make money. So I'm going to say we do see two butt cheeks out. Uh, down in Jerry's world this weekend. If that happens, I'm going to throw my Coors light up in the air like I'm at a World Cup watch party and we just scored a goal. So I'm rooting for it. Uh, we'll go Joel next. Joel, what do you got? Yeah, for so I'm going to go with um, one of the kickers. I'm not going to say who um, or one of the punters. My bad. It's going to be a little bit too antsy on that first punt and hit the screen. I feel like that happens in the NFL a couple times a year. I'm hoping it's not us. I hope it's them because I think the rule is uh, where it comes down uh, is where it is, but it's a dead ball. I think that's, excuse me, the rule. Um, I think that would give us some good field position. Uh, we'll go Colorado Cam next. Colorado Cam, what is your super specific prediction? I think uh, we're going to get a blocked punt at some point in the game. Oh, hell Yeah. And we want to. I, I think even like when we're going like punt safe or even like punt return, the, there's like three or four dudes who are always rushing in there and they're like full send trying to go over the personal protectors. I would, again, I'm throwing my Coors light up in the air if that one happens. I love that prediction, Cam. Uh, we'll go Catsman next. Catsman, what is your super specific prediction? So Max Duggan only has three picks on the year. I think he matches that in this game. We we fluster him for the first time all year. He throws three picks. Oh, ho, ho, ho. that happens, we're winning. I'll say that right now. If that happens, we are winning. We'll go Ema Elvis, and then it's going to feel like a home game for the good guys in purple, even though it's in the Dallas-Fort Worth uh, area where TCU is the home team. Um, and the student tickets sold out really fast, and then they added 500 more, and then they sold those, and they're encouraging him to buy on a secondary uh, site and tell them what sections to, to get in and everything. So I, the student section is going to be rocking. It's going to be loud in there. TCU gets seven false start penalties because of the noise level that cat fans generate. Whoo! That that would be wild. That would be wild. I'll, I'll say this, uh, and this is a preview for uh, folks who are listening live. Uh, and if folks are listening to this on the RSS feed, go back and listen to the Q and A uh, episode that I already recorded. I am a little bit nervous because uh, for some reason my Ahern Fund points are in the three uh, thousands, and I got eight tickets in the 50-yard line lower level 100 section club, 139. I got eight seats. 
and we didn't sell out of the allotment. There's, you know, seven, we had 7,000 tickets. We didn't sell out of it. So I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I hope everyone is just like, nope, uh, we're just buying secondary market. I hope that's the case, um, but I'm a little nervous on that one. Uh, and before we do, I just realized I'm not giving a shout out to our two great sponsors, Manhattan Brewing Company. I'm currently drinking a tasty IPA. Yes, it is tasty, but that is the name of the IPA. I was there before the K-State KU game. I had, I think, four different beers that they had on tap, each one just as delicious and fresh as the next. Make sure you check them out. And if you're traveling down to Arlington, make sure you grab a couple crowlers, grab a couple four-packs, and take them down to Texas with you. And then you know I'll be rocking both at the K-State Butler basketball game in Indianapolis and at the Big 12 championship game, a Charlie Hustle K-State crew neck sweatshirt they have the most stylish crew necks t-shirts they have men's women's and kids cuts all sorts of great stuff and if you have a loved one this holiday season who is not blessed and they're a wildcat they have some other schools as well and the arrowhead collection crown town collection and sporting club as well as all the kansas city landmark t-shirts check them out at charliehustle.com and select retailers in manhattan all right uh, Evan or no Nick Nick what is your super uh, predict or super specific prediction and uh, drink Manhattan Brewing and let's see here everybody on game day is going to pick TCU and yet we prevail and obviously by my prediction we will be the 2022 Big Four. Ooh, I love it I love it and uh, we'll wrap this question up with Evan D Shanalanalak the pickle man. Um, extreme, uh, what is it? I, I'm, I'm going with Austin Moore pick six. Ooh, the machine, the machine, Austin Moore. All right. I love it. All right. Um, final, well, actually it won't be a final question because, uh, we still got some time, but I, I want everyone to, uh, again, football's on the mind. Absolutely pumped, uh, for the big 12 championship. But Jerome Tang and the Wildcats are 6-0. and um, Despite my uh, spaz out and reverse jinx, which I'm now retiring from because a lot of people did not like it. And then uh, Coach Dowling retweeted it, and I got a lot of haters. So I've officially retired from reverse jinxing, but that's fine. It did its job. We're 6-0. and Won the, pair, or the Cayman Island Classic. Beat LSU. Uh, in somewhat controversial fashion because their fans are losers who don't know the rules. Uh, This will air after K-State Butler in the Big East Big 12 battle, uh, but it will be before the in-state matchup with the Wichita Shockers. So, Colorado Cole, what's your reaction to 6-0 and thoughts on the Cayman Island class? Yeah, um, you know, it feels awesome being undefeated at this point, despite – our schedule being on the easier side. Um, it's awesome that we uh, were able to get out of the Cayman Classic with that trophy. Um, and it's just great to see the way that we the one, we won those games. You know, the team never gave up facing adversity. Um, I, flow Hoops sucks. I hope we never have to watch something on that ever again. And I do think if that game if, if those two games um the previous two were not on flow hoops i think we'd be getting 
a lot more run in the publicity just because they were crazy endings, but flow hoops kind of uh, affect. Yeah, you're not wrong, and it's kind of funny that the Flow Hoops announcer was like, oh, everyone's going to be watching this game. No, that's going to go viral on Twitter. And then it's just like, oh, well, I mean, even people who paid for uh, Flow Hoops uh, couldn't really see it because it would cut in and out. But, hey, it is what it is. Let's go to Ema Elvis. Ema Elvis, 6-0, Cayman Island Classic Champions. What are your thoughts six games into the Drum Tang era? It's good to win games like that instead of blowouts that maybe could have happened or we could have been blown out, I suppose, too. But to to win tight games like that the way that we did, it's tang time and the never quit cats. It's just uh, it's fun to see. It's really good for the team to have that kind of uh, tough environments to play in or tough situations to play in. And the championship game, we need to shout out to the strength and conditioning uh, team for K-State because those cats were ready to play. I know everybody was probably tired in the second half of that game, but LSU had the early game the last two nights or the two nights prior, and K-State had the late game with an overtime the night before. So K- the cats had every reason to be exhausted by the end of that game but they fought through everything and came back and and it was a a great end of that ball game and I don't know if the clock operator and the guy keeping the score on the scoreboard is the same guy but if it is he needs a different job Um, because not only did they not start the clock for the last possession of LSU but gave them three points for that layup so all the LSU fans are going crazy thinking, oh, we won 61 to 60. And then they finally took the one off and made it 60 to 60. But I don't know what they were doing or what they were thinking. See, I'm, I miss uh, that. That's it, it, was a, it was a fun tournament. It was great to have the cats there. And Tang, he's from uh, Trinidad and Tobago anyway. So he wants to be in the islands during Thanksgiving break. And he's going to do it every year, he says. So good. Yeah, I think we'll be in the Bahamas uh, next year. I, I can't remember which yes, tournament. Bahamar next year. Bahamar. Uh, what, what's the name of the uh, – is, is that the name of the tournament, the Bahamar? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I might need to look into that. Maybe I need to, maybe I need to you know, get my uh, wide ass tan down in the uh, <laughs> Thanks Bahamas. telling everybody, save your money. Yeah. Get ready to go on Thanksgiving break. We might need to. Uh, we'll go to Joel next. Joel, 6-0, and what are your thoughts on uh, the uh, start of the Tang year? Yeah, uh, I mean, can't really start much better, kind of like echoing what everybody else said. Like, not the best competition, but, I mean, playing three games in three days plus an overtime is not easy. And every day you saw somebody else kind of step up. I mean, Keontae's, Keontae's so good. It's It's crazy. And, Marquise, as much as I give him flack, had a crazy great game. But, yeah, I thought I was getting pranked the whole time between, like, flow hoops and the middle school church rec room gym that we played in and the live steel drum player. Like, that was kind of crazy incredible. But, yeah, I felt like I was getting pranked for, like, two days. I paid $30 to get pranked. So, but, yeah. 
Yeah, if anyone hasn't, make sure you uh, cancel your Flow Hoops subscription. We'll go to Colorado Cam next, 6-0, and uh, Cayman Island Classic champions. Thoughts on the uh, first six games on the drum thing here? Uh, it definitely uh, feels nice to be excited about basketball again. And uh, just watching the uh, tournament last week, or, or I guess this week, uh, there's a couple games where I definitely felt like if uh, someone else was our coach, we definitely would have lost the games. Yeah, there there really is kind of a different atmosphere, and I don't know if it's an X's and O's thing, if it's just a belief thing or what it is, but uh, we came out on the correct side all three nights um, in games that we, over the last three years, have lost more than we should have. So I, I, I think that's a fair uh, call out. We'll go Catsman, then Nick, and then... Yeah, those were some some fun, gritty, gritty wins. They, I think Nevada and LSU, they got some good players on their team, and so it was it was a tough tough to pull out. But I'm I'm really proud of them for for battling through everything that they did and pulling out those wins. I'm excited to see where they can go from here. We'll go uh, Nick and then Evan, and then uh, we have time. We'll do one more closing question, and then maybe a fun one uh, afterwards. So uh, we'll, we'll go uh, Nick. Then. Yeah, it's just like Emil Elvis. Um, shout out to the strength and conditioning coach. I know that the time travel, not time travel, but the different time zones and um, the late nights and three day, three games, three days. That's that takes a lot on on the body so shout out to the strength coach i'm pretty excited i'm about to uh book my birthday gift to myself for the nebraska game in kansas city so pretty excited to see the team it's gonna be a fun one um uh yeah i'll be there uh always good to beat nebraska hopefully it happens that was a fun game i wish i would have gone to lincoln to see that game last year uh, hopefully we get it done in Kansas City. And then we'll wrap this question up with Evan D. Shana Lanilak. Uh Evan, uh, thoughts on the 6-0 and uh, and the beginning of the drone tank? Yeah, it feels like uh, it's been a really exciting season so far, like just all the athletic plays and Marquise Noel doing the really flashy passes to like a behind-the-back dunk or something. Uh and but in every game it's kind of felt like we've died for a bit and like that's kind of normal based on kind of how the last 3 years seem to go but this team just can turn it back on like in a heartbeat and fight back and never quit and uh feels like they can come back from anything right now yeah i i really do think that i think uh they have this uh I mean, I, I don't know if it is culture. I don't know if it's atmosphere. I don't know what the right word is. But for only being a team and most of these guys only being around since, uh, you know, late spring and like Keontae and Desi Sills and some of these guys not even showing up until the summer, uh, they seem to have this, uh, you know, oh, man, what's the word I'm looking for? Chemistry. This chemistry that uh, is – uh, really um, shining through. These guys really like each other, and the fact that it was built so quickly uh, really says something. So um, we'll end with this question. K-State has uh, two big games, Butler and then uh, Wichita State. Again, probably not 
Uh, it's not your, you know, final four butlers or, you know, even tournament uh, Wichita State Shockers, but they are going to be on the tougher side of the competition we've seen so far this season. So let me uh, ask you guys this. Give me a prediction. What uh, what record does K-State have through those two games? 2-0, and 1-1, oh, one and one, or 0-2? And, and if you're predicting 0-2, and two, uh, just lie to me because I don't want to hear it. Um, we'll go Colorado Cole. Sorry, uh, I, what was the question? I was occupied. No, you, you, you're fine. Uh, K State playing Wichita State and Butler this week. This will publish after the Butler game on Wednesday, where I will hopefully be slapping hands with the good chef Andre Napier in Indianapolis. Uh, K State, what's their record through these next two games? Oh man, I mean, I, I want to say two and zero. I mean. I think one and one is probably realistic, but I, I think in a vacuum, these are two games that we should win, you know, not outmatched by any means. So I'll go on the record. There we go. Ema Elvis, what do you got? We, we still have another box to check on that vision board. It's the non-con, undefeated non-con uh, box, and we're going to check it. Keep it rolling. Two and zero. Oh. I like it. We'll go Colorado Cam. Uh, I think we're going uh, two and zero. Oh. Uh, I think we're gonna easily beat uh, Wichita State. They don't look like uh, how they traditionally look. I think uh, the Butler should be. Uh, so it'll probably go down to the wire, but uh, I think Cats come out on top. I love it. If we went on a buzzer beater, I'm rushing the floor. Uh, Cats man. Yeah. Uh, oops. Yeah, I, I, I said three and zero for the for the tournament, so I'll, I'll go two and zero for this as well. I think both teams are definitely not the best right now, so I think they're both beatable. So two and zero. I love it, Joel. Yeah, I think we should handle both. Uh, like Cam said, WSU is down this year. Um, Butler's all right. I think LSU is better than them. Hot take, maybe. So, uh, yeah, I think we handle two. I don't think it is that much of a hot take. Butler, uh, they beat New Orleans. I don't even know if they're good. They lost to Penn State. They beat St. Francis, Pennsylvania in the Citadel. Uh, lost by 26 to Tennessee. They beat Butler by f- or BYU by five and then lost by 15 to NC State. So, um I think they, they'll probably be on the upper half of our competition, this non-com, but they're not world beaters at all. Uh, we'll go Evan D. Shanelanilak, and we'll end with Nick. Yeah, I think we're going 2-0 this week, uh, but I am a little nervous about like uh, having more Wichita State fans than K-State fans just because it's on uh, Saturday. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be more. Uh, but uh, there's going to be plenty of yellow and uh, yellow and black, and I think uh, lots of K-State fans will be down in Texas. I'll say this. If you have tickets um, and basketball tickets and you're going to be in Dallas, try your best uh, to get them in the hands of some K-State fans who will use the tickets. Um, so 
Yeah, that's my PSA. And then we'll end with Nick. Nick, what are your thoughts on the next two uh, basketball games? Undefeated. There we go. All right. Well, um, that's all we have. I tried to come up with a fun question in my head before uh, we got to the end of that question, but I did not. Uh, so we're just going to call it a night. I hope everyone who is here uh, on the live show has a good Sunday. I hope anyone who is listening to this either on Thursday or Friday is having a good week. I'm sure that by the time folks are listening to this on the RSS feed, nerves are going to be at an all-time high. But I'm just going to tell you this. Take a deep breath. Put on your best purple shirt and get ready because Saturday has the potential to be one of the greatest days in K-State football history. We might just be bringing back that third Big 12 championship. So for all the boneheads live and listening on the RSS feed for Chauncey Bosco, the best dog in the world, we love you guys and go Cats. Meet me at the cat head. Hail to the purple, hail to the white, wildcat in spirit, wildcat in fight. Hail alma mater from sea to sea, onward UK State Wildcats for alma mater fights. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors, we will ever be a fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Fight, 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 fight. UK State Wildcats for alma mater fight, fight, fight.
Social Podcast Network.